Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We uh, have the store open, looking gorgeous. Swing by. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Join us by phone if you want at 356-9397, or even text your questions or comments to us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. And good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Nice to have you gentlemen back this week. We missed you well, last week. Well, thank you very that was much. A promotion. Thanks, Thanks yeah. for uh, pulling it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey. More than pulling it off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we did all right. We did. You do all right. I bet you did. We had, yeah, I learned a lot. But I we missed you. I don't care who you are. It's kind of lonely by yourself. Oh, wait. Tamara and I had a great time. We didn't miss you guys well, at I'm all. I'm sorry. A great time. You're fine. <laughs> we didn't miss you guys at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, it's fine by yourself. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. Very much Both so. You. Yes. I, and you guys, I know John went and saw some gardens that expired inspired the heck out of it. Oh, my gosh. That's what he was doing. Yeah. That was, I mean, I was just out of town working, but he was out getting inspired. <laughs> just working? I'm sorry, but that's that's exciting stuff, too, both of you. It, just wait. It, 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 yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't, it was really cool just, you know, to be off and have relaxing time. And then uh, a short drive out to North Carolina. We went to Asheville, North Carolina. That that truly, Paul, Biltmore is truly a, an inspiring place. Yeah, yes. so we went to like Biltmore Estate, which Biltmore is an uh, eight thousand acre estate. That Give was, or take. <laughs> yeah, began began construction in eighteen ninety five. Oh my gosh! Uh, I didn't realize it was that old. It was uh, took six years to complete the home. Of course, it was built in a French chateau style. Of course. So, uh, you know, just a little country estate. <laughs> with with two hundred fifty rooms. I was going to say eight hundred bedrooms, three hundred uh, bathrooms, four, uh, forty-three bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the brochure so. there says the world's or America's largest home. Yeah, oh. I, I, I would truly believe. So that. the gardens yeah. were uh, the grounds in general were pretty spectacular. Pretty huh? pretty phenomenal. Uh, designed by uh, Frederick Law Olmsted, who did it's Central Park, uh, the Capitol building, grounds. So yeah. This was at the end of his career, but it's kind of a res- mean, kind of a resume you can hang yeah, your seriously. Hat on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Guess what I did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so anyway. then, so, so you were able to see they had the formal gardens, but they had a. I was looking. They have a variety of other gardens that you just kind of walk around and oh, enjoy. Yeah, yeah and, and it just extends out, you know. So formal gardens, and then more casual gardens, and then there's ponds, uh, you know, in. Uh, walking tours and the most cool you you wouldn't believe how old the rhododendrons are and azaleas <laughs> and they're just huge they grow like crazy oh down there oh my gosh yeah yeah and then of course you could do uh canoeing and horseback riding and they had all kinds of cool stuff on the property then back in the 80s uh they started growing grapes and created a winery in the <laughs> The, of uh, course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so they use the, the, the milking the, the milking barns, huge, extensive milking barns. Uh, it's become now a winery, and uh, well, I think that's a perfect application yeah. for milking. Well, barn. Und- <laughs> yeah. underneath the barns, of course, they had stone um, walkways where they would 
Oh. The manure could just dump down into trolley cars. Huh. So oh. they use the huh. they use the ba- the basement caverns for for wine storage too. Huh. Cool. So did you spend more time in the garden or in the winery? Well, it was it was <laughs> a split time. Split time. Okay. Yeah. What I was your that. favorite part? Of the gardens. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty spectacular. Okay. As opposed to having a super vacation, super relaxing, you learn something, you just had a great time. You're like everybody else. You had to prepare your garden and your oh, plants yeah. <laughs> to take off and be gone. And then you had to have maybe have arrangements while you were gone, maybe not. And then you have to deal with things when you get back. Yep. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For those of people who maybe are just coming back from vacation and have to deal with some stuff and or some people who are, oh, I'm going to be gone next week. And somebody else. Maybe, is, we, maybe we can help them out here. So yeah, somebody did, else is about about to go away so for several days, too. What what did you deal with? So You have a lot of new plantings, I have too. tons of new plantings between shrubs and perennials, uh, and I have 18 containers. So, <laughs> wow. That makes so, me feel better. So my, <laughs> so see, <laughs> it is addictive. That's a lot of buckets of water you'd have to be carrying <laughs> out yes. there. It is. Too bad you don't have a hose. Seriously. I can sell you one. <laughs> no, I, have, I have a couple of hoses, okay. too. Just check so, so, of course, uh, I spent several hours watering everything. Before you left. You Before just I left. Soaked the heck out of it. Soaked the crap out of it. Mm. Yep. Yep. Especially the... The in-ground plantings, uh, the containers uh, are not quite as crucial because they have a lot of shade, oh, which sure. they don't dry out quite as quickly. I have a couple that are in, in almost full sun. So, of course, those got drenched really well. Uh, we did have uh, one of our friends came to check the property. And, of course, we have our, our animals, our chickens that... Animals, the farm, that the had to be taken care of every day. So yeah, of course. So you just put up a sign that says, "If you water, you get free eggs," kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, take the dogs out. So it was pretty nice. All right. That's so awesome. you, you had somebody scheduled the water then as yep. needed, yep. and sounds like somebody knew what they were doing and, and you had know, it marked. He had an advantage because it it cooled off nicely while you were gone. It was a real pleasant week last it was. week. It was. Nights yes. were cool. The days were not so. Oh, incredible. So brutal. <laughs> and then when you got back, we had a little bit of rain too, right? We did. And that Perfect. was great because I was, I when I got back, I thought, oh, crap, now i got to go out in the water. But rain. we were saved. Rain. <laughs> Yay. It refreshed everything, but I, I did, I did of course, do some watering. And I think one, one thing that you mentioned, but I think we skimmed over a little bit, was on the plantings that were in the ground, and I assume they were mulched as well, you tried to build up some extra moisture even though water three feet away is not going to do that plant that much good since it's a new plant but still you're trying to build up and accumulate some extra moisture in the soil whereas the containers because they dry out quickly because they're a porous well-drained soil media you you can only build up so much exactly i mean if you have the right soil environment you can't build it up too much you can water them before they need it and, and things like that but at some point whether it's the next day or two or three or four days later, they're going to need to have another watering like that. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Did you, you know, sometimes um, in the past I've marked new plantings with a flag or something. If it's, you know, if you have a, a landscape and you have some 
uh, mature plants and you've got somebody watering for you, sometimes it helps to say, here's where it is or oh, sure. here's where the base of something is. Sure. Yeah. You know, it could yeah. be a, a, a cucumber or some squash plant or whatever, and it's like, okay, or watermelon. Where do I even water? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of thing. <laughs> right. So flagging is a good thing to do. That's great. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we had a walkthrough, but, but sometimes... It's good. I forget. Sometimes Is people's that? memories are not quite good. Yeah, quite I got it. 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 I'm like, oh, what do you tell me? That's yeah. right. Oh, I know God. it was there somewhere. And one thing I'll do often on containers is I'll go ahead and mulch them just like I'd mulch in the ground. So if it's in the full sun and if it's a type of plant that could appreciate it, whether it's a hibiscus bush or some many other annuals, if I'm going to be gone, I might go ahead and put an inch of shredded bark on top of the soil. Yep. Uh, and maybe I've lost that uh, reservoir, if you will, of filling up the pot, and then I have to water a little more gingerly to get through the mulch and to hold it in. But it makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does. I mean, it can buy you an extra day or two in, in the middle of the summer in and a it, sunny location. That's huge. A day or two could yeah. mean the difference between the plant getting trashed or not. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've learned that lesson. Already, huh? I've got oh, one well, thing that I no. did. Uh, I'm sorry, Tamara. No, I was just going to say, I le- it was it was a couple of years ago, and I, I just had a, a beautiful little fairy garden in a container and uh, went away for just a weekend. And when I came back, it was just burnt to a crisp, sure. and my heart was broken. Yeah. Little containers would dry up very quickly. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. And Absolutely. Yeah, sure enough, it was big heat during yeah, that time. Of course, so it helps. So, yeah, even, uh, this is great advice, even if you're just going away for a weekend. Oh, you yeah. Want to follow a up couple on. of days makes a difference. Absolutely. Grab those small containers, group them together, put them in the shade, move them into a location where they're not going to dry out as much. Uh, put them in a mulch pile, uh, containers and everything, exactly. just bury them. Uh, any, anything you can do just to take a little water, of the edge yeah. off yep. will make all the difference yep. in the world. You were about to say something, yeah, Mr. Weisgraver. Okay. And for, for my friend Glenn, we, we have the five gallon bucket for the shrubs <laughs> of course with his name do. on it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and he knew which flags which, around it. Which Here's ones, the bucket, right? Which ones? To, which which? You know, the the orange Home Depot bucket is for the shrubs, and then the the black two gallon bucket is for the containers. Wow, so, so. <laughs> they're color coordinated. Don't, don't you dare use the wrong bucket. <laughs> oh, how much to fill? I mean, that that's what that's it usually takes to. You know what? We're laughing, but you know, that's, you, um, how do you know? I've had so many people ask me, how do I know if it's getting enough water? When you thoroughly drench it and it's coming out the bottom. Yeah, but how long does that take? I don't know. I'll probably, then, I'll probably look. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a common question, and that's a yeah. great way to let people yeah. know this is exactly how much it needs. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially when they're sweating bullets. Oh, my gosh, if this dies while he's gone, I'm going to yeah. just. <laughs> a a yes. lot of the potting mixes. Um, on the market, and we have one that have the water polymer crystals in it, so they mix in with the soil or they're pre-mixed in the soil, and we sell them separately, so they retain more moisture. There's kind of a gelatinous substance that's mixed in there. Let's talk about those for a moment. Okay. What do you guys think of those? I I always, <laughs> I always think of an experience I had um in the uh, production nursery business, we had I had forty greenhouses that I maintained con- containerized plant material. Wow! So you know you, you you have to do what you can to conserve water. Um, so we tried the polymer uh, thingies and uh, thingies, and Beads. we we get it in barrels. 
big 50-gallon barrels and add it to our potting mix because we made our own potting mixes. And there were, you know, nobody had instructions. This was a few years ago. There, were, there weren't instructions. It's just what you use, and you just use it. Oh, okay. How much do you use? I don't know. Let's try it. So we tried it and watered, and the next day, the the plant and all the soil were, was about four inches out of the the pot because the <laughs> polymer had expanded that much. Maybe <laughs> overdid it just funny. a little. <laughs> so we figured that was too much. <laughs> it, so was, it was a really cool sight. It was almost surreal, but but yeah, somewhat alien-like. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> yeah. what's going in there? So yeah, it's. It's like it really works, you know. It really does hold moisture. <laughs> so and that part I can attest to. And uh, and apparently it can expand like up to four times its original easily, size. Easily, easily. <laughs> so it was fun. I guess I've never been a real big fan of it, and I'm sure it's helped some people. Um, some people who forget to water or aren't paying as close attention, or if you're just going to be gone for a long time, and you don't have a choice because you don't yeah. have so, you don't have somebody who can come in and water. I can understand why it has a purpose. But to me, not to sound like too much like John Weisgarver as far as wanting to be in control, but to me, <laughs> I have less control with that product, yes. I think, than if I, than if I don't have that product in there. That's exactly right. In terms right. of timing my waterings and yep. making sure I'm, I'm getting it when it needs it or before it needs it, and um, it's not remaining soupy. And I think especially in early in the spring, if you've got some early spring containers out there, and it's cool, and they're not transpiring, and they're not using a lot of water. I just think it holds water way too long. Um, it, it, yeah. yeah. The other thing I don't like <laughs> I about them in my containers, especially a ceramic container, is if it holds a lot more moisture going into the fall-winter, then I'm a little bit more apt to, with the freezing thawing, have my ceramic pots crack. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because I leave mine outside. I don't bring them inside. They make it, they make it, and they don't, they don't. But they usually last for 5 to 15 years, you know, without cracking. But that's I think good. it's... One more reason that I don't care for it. Yeah. Do you leave your pots out? I do. Okay. I do. Um, Maybe I should turn over a new leaf. <laughs> well, here's here's what I do. I put, I use for draining. Upside down, five-gallon bucket on top. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll take the, the black grower pots that I've had from, uh, you know, a shrub that I planted. Yeah. And okay. flip, invert it inside. And... Sometimes paint I'll it fit. white, make a snowman out of it, or something. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> it's a pot filler because a lot of times when you're doing uh, annuals in a in a ceramic pot, the the pot is huge, and you don't need that much soil mass. But it's uh, uh, two reasons why you do it. It's also for the same thing that Steve was just talking about: the freeze and thaw of the soil. So I use the either the grower pots. I use plastic water bottles. You know, throwaway bottles. Uh, sometimes uh, you can use plastic, uh, uh, excuse me, the styrofoam peanuts, packing materials. Uh, also, I will take bubble wrap and line the interior of the pot so that between the soil and the ceramic pot, there's the bubbles. Okay. That can also help with when the soil expands and contracts. 
and I, I, I think he had, lost Marianne about I, two or three recommendations she's like, ago. She's like, what? She was thinking, you leave your pots outside? I'm just going to keep all my pots she's inside. She's like, are you crazy? It's less work to haul my pots inside. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, it does sound like it is less work to just haul them inside. Well, it's, it's only a, a one-time deal. I mean, you know, you, you get it all set up inside. And then another tip is if, you know, I do a lot of pots in the garden or on the ground, if you either put pea gravel or elevate with feed or bricks or whatever, just to keep it from touching the the soil. Yeah, it's all about the drainage, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Wow. Yep. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go to the phone lines where Zoe is checking in. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning to you all. Good morning. Good morning, Zoe. I unfortunately just turned my radio on. I got kind of busy. Um, and I hate that. We forgive but, you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, so if um, anyway, I wondered. Um, you don't have scented geraniums now, do you? I, I, my rose geranium died on me. I think we're completely out, Zoe. We're all shaking our heads, okay. saying ninety-nine percent sure we don't. Zoe, okay. so the one we do have is the citronella geranium. We oh. still have that one. Yeah, but the when others you, we haven't had. When do you get them? Typically in April. That's what I thought. Well, that's going to be a long wait. It'll be here before you know it, Zoe. Have to get through winter first. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Okay. Get through summer first. Yeah, well, I don't mind summer, (laughs) but winter I mind. Anyway, well, thank you. I was afraid you were going to tell me that. That's always disappointing, though, isn't it? When you really want to plant and it's at the end of summer. And it's something (laughs) that I just really love. um, How long have you been growing those, Zoe? Well, I've only had two ever, and um, I don't know why this one didn't um, make it, but um, I managed to kill it, and my dog helped. she go over uh, and mess with the yeah. pot. and you know, Because I wanted the fragrance, and that's another way. There's a lot of annuals you can plant that have either... Um, foliage fragrance or flower fragrance but it's that's an, an important part of a garden it is. Uh, basil cook with basil oh that's gosh. not what it's for you know you have it in the <laughs> garden brush against. so you can brush by it and smell that wonderful fragrance oh, there okay. i cook yep. yeah what restaurant that's are we going close. to dan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's as close as i'm getting honey so yeah I, and and the lilacs well there's lots just lots of different things but i really like the idea of that and i think that zoe can actually enjoy she she enjoys the plant you know just enjoy the uh, the essential oils and it's great mm-hmm. great stuff mm-hmm. that is great Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. I got yeah. to see the Bloomington store last weekend. Yay! We were uh, Yay. up there for uh, my grandson's birthday party, and uh, yeah, I was able to stop. I said, oh, "I want to see the Bloomington store." And so they had to find uh, a really pretty little glass pumpkin that uh, that has the swirls in it. Uh-huh. Um, the, the ones, from the the ones that are right over here? Yeah. Yes, and then, <laughs> yes, then I come here today, you have them in. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. Mine's special. That's right. That's, our, that's it right. Came from Bloomington. That's right. <laughs> but, yes, you have so many uh, different pumpkins in whatever your color scheme might be in your home. They've got a pumpkin to go with it. The, the fall decorations are rolling in right and left. Yeah, they are. And, and they've been selling quite well. Uh, yeah. Especially the glass pumpkin series. Because yeah, they're beautiful. Yes. Colors. And you wow. want to group them. 
the different colors, oh, yeah, amber for sure. and orange, and it's fabulous. And uh, when Brian last year set up the uh, little mini lights, orange mini lights behind it, and it just made the the glass, the glass pumpkins glow, yeah. glow even more. I'm I'm looking to do that. I tell you, year. the other thing that's been going crazy over there so far has been that little small series of placemats and pot holders and kitchen towels. Yes. Mm -hmm. With the red truck on it and the pumpkins in the back. That's they're, just they're adorable. They're a buck ninety-seven for a placemat, for a kitchen towel, whatever. So they're super inexpensive and they're very nice. But we've sold almost five hundred pieces so far. Oh, wow. that's crazy! I mean, it's a fall thing. Yeah. You know, and that was in late July in the first couple of days of August. <laughs> so it's crazy. So we had to we had to Order get a more. few more. Yeah. Luckily, Good. we were able to do so. That's great. I you know it's. It, we're in the middle of summer. I mean, it, it's it's hot and sweaty, and, you know, annuals are starting to go down. We've got fresh annuals, by the way, if anybody needs color for their pots. A little bit of fresh annuals, a little bit of fresh color. Awesome. Good it to know. It is so hard to think about getting fall stuff out, except it's such fabulous color. That's what everybody wants right now, and I'll tell you what. Yes. The, the oranges and, and rusts and browns and all that kind of stuff that, that yes. goes with fall, just fabulous color. So, anyway. There's some outstanding Halloween items there for somebody whose favorite holiday holiday might be Halloween. Yes, you have some really <laughs> green Halloween <laughs> really items. cool pillows. Few people in for fall the store Halloween. that their favorite so I'm, I'm, is Halloween. I'm yeah. looking right behind Tamara. We got we got in Talansia, some of the most awesome Talansias air plants, and some of them are in little pumpkins, about a little bit b bigger than a golf ball, aren't they? Yeah. And then there's a Talansia on the good. top of them. They're just adorable. Yes, they are. And uh, Marianne and John have some painted succulents coming in here. Oh, gosh. What, hopefully this next week, I think. Hopefully this coming week, yeah. yes. They'll, so yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a hot thing in <laughs> Europe uh, that we're finding out about, and it's not caught on in in the same equal amount here in the U.S., but the, you know, succulents, succulents? Are, are the are the most popular houseplant category here now for, what, three or four or five years in a yeah. row. Easily, yep. yeah. yeah. And so anyway, they have some that are painted and glittered, uh, and we'll have the first shipment of those coming in here. And we saw some examples of some ones that were freshly painted, and then we saw some examples of the same species of succulent that, was after what six weeks six and then weeks. after 12 weeks as it grows out of the paint yeah it was really cool Actually that part of it i liked a lot really so the 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 colors were really fun it's just it was i think john when you and i first saw it, it was like oh my gosh what's that what did yeah. they do to that what poor did, plant? yeah what they do to that poor plant <laughs> yeah, but then we started looking at them and then i saw the one that started growing out and it, it's kind of kind of cool kind of gross on kind of yeah. kind of fun yeah. okay cool yeah Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones we go. Where Jean is calling in. Good morning, Jean. Yes. Good morning. How can I we have, help you? I have a question about uh, petunias. I've never had trouble growing petunias before, but this this season, for some reason, I have had some of my petunia plants, the kind that were supposed to like you know spread out and cascade and all of that. I had several of those plants just kind of dry up, look real brown and ugly, and, and, I, and I didn't hold back on the watering. As a matter of fact, I had two plants on either side of my garage, the uh, garage door. One plant did beautifully, and the other plant just, just looked awful. I finally had to pull it up and, and uh, get, a new, <laughs> get, a, get another one. 
and replace it. But I, I don't, I was just kind of puzzled as to what, what might have happened to some of the petunias this year to, to look so bad. Hmm. Uh, Jean, I'm really glad you called and said that because I had time off this week and what I did was pulled up my petunias yeah. because they look so bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, because water, yeah, I water. Yeah. Um, it seems like I continuously, do, but I, I, I don't think I overwater because I had yeah, the, they were the, I, the pot, you know, they were in the I, pot. I don't, I don't think they'd right. be drying up if you overwatered. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'd, you'd right. be to be able to tell the rotting, but yeah, I think it was just the season, don't you, John? Well, are do you? We're, are we talking about in the ground or in containers? In, well, both. both. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Both. Okay, yeah. Both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think it was just the season. I I just don't know what else to say about it, but yeah. you know, when does it ever been ninety degrees in the middle of May for? Eight weeks. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm Good saying. I, I think I... did just beautifully. That's what... That's what I, I did... I think I planted mine during the middle of that heat, or at the beginning of that heat, and I think it was just too hot too early. That's, that's what I was thinking that happened to mine. Because I have some in pots and in the ground both, and, and I had a little bit of luck in uh, the containers that had a little bit of shade. Yeah. A couple hours of shade, but everything, all the other petunias that were in full sun just did not do anything. Just that, yeah. Well, some the ones that were in the ground out at out at our place were on the east side, and I don't know, but and that was pretty much they were pretty much full sun. Uh huh. And then I had the ones then on the west side then that were in the pots, and maybe there was more shade in one than the other. Could have could have been, but it's the the direction of the sun. Um, you know, with the house in the afternoon, it could have, could have, that could have been, could have been um, the difference too. But yeah, I've just never had, you know, petunias are. Yeah, yeah they're petunias. <laughs> come on, yeah, yeah come on. on now, <laughs> that pop of color, you know, is just, just so pretty. But um, yeah, it is. I have yeah. One more, one more question. I have a, a gorgeous fern that I have have uh, just enjoyed so much. I got it. I think I got it up at Prairie Gardens and, and set on my on my uh, porch on the west side. Do you think I'll have any luck bringing that in the house, keeping that, or do you think it's just... Was it a Boston fern or a Kimberly yeah, Queen fern? Boston fern, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you can. Certainly a lot of people do. It's going to be a little bit messy because mm-hmm. it's going to shed, and it's loving the humidity outdoors. Yeah. And when you get inside most homes in the winter with the forced air natural gas, you just don't have that humid environment. Right. And uh, pebble trays, humidifiers... Right misting or all things that can help supplement that humidity that it's going to need. Yeah. Do you have an area where it would have bright indirect light inside the home? Yes, yes. Kind of in the north. Um, I'm thinking about putting an, I bet we have a, a, a room that has a north, actually has a north window and has a south window. Um, I think either off to the side of a south window, uh, uh-huh. so it's very bright indirect would be fine, or right up in the north window, keep it away from a register vent. Uh, if the window's drafty, you want to keep that from happening. If the glass gets cool, if it's not a double pane or a triple pane, you'd probably want to keep the foliage from touching the glass mm-hmm. and then supplement the humidity. But, yes, I think you have a really good chance. Yeah, well, I'll give and, it a try then. Okay. And for the most part, I don't think you bring too many pests inside on a Boston fern. Not usually. Not usually. As far as insecticides, if you want to consider a, a topical or a physical or a systemic application, you could, or a combination of the three. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I would. if it's gorgeous... I would try it, yeah, and then oh, if yeah. it's making too much of a mess. <laughs> I hate to see it, hate to see it wither oh. and die. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it's gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they love our summer heat. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's almost touching the floor of the porch. It's, uh, oh, nice. Wow. 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 And that was one of the ones for 12 bucks, eleven ninety-seven. Actually, it's a turned over, uh, turned over crock. I used the crock for a plant stand, and so it's just almost touching, touching the the floor of the porch. So it's wow, loved it out there. Oh, it was twelve bucks well spent. Absolutely, absolutely. Go. Well, Jean, best of luck to uh, with your Boston fern. Okay. And sorry about your petunias, though. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's almost fall, so. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll have some moms on hand for you soon, okay? Right, right. There you go. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Uh-huh. You're welcome, Jean. Thank you. Bye-bye. 3569397 Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. We have Sue standing by. Good morning, Sue. How are you? I'm fine. I have a question about Japanese beetles. Um, I know in the past I've used a product that you uh, put on the ground or around the plant for winter to kill the uh, winterizing ones. What's the name of that? I can't, I've used it all, and I can't. I don't know the name now. You're talking about for your trees and shrubs. It's a uh, yeah, like my rose bushes and stuff like that. I would pour it around the the rose bush. It was a concentrate that you mixed with water, and you poured. There's a a bear tree and shrub concentrate product. Yeah. That we sell in a granular and a liquid form. And that's the name of it. What? Tree and Shrub Tree by Bayer. Uh-huh. Okay. And you get some because I haven't had any um, Japanese beetles for years because I used that. And then I haven't used it in the past couple of years since this year I had them. Oh. They totally stripped my climbing rose bush. Oh. So will that come back? Most likely, Most, yes. Yeah, Usually. more than likely, okay. yeah. Well, when should I put this on? Right away or wait a month? No, it's usually a late September, October thing. Okay, late September. Very good. I will be in to get some. Great, great. Thank good you. luck with Bye. that. Thank you, Sue. Bye-bye. 356-9397. Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So what would you say was the most asked about question this week? Well, Sue was pretty much on target for me. I think a lot of people asked about Japanese beetles, it, except that it's the season is coming going downhill, so the populations are coming going down, but that just means they're, they're going into the ground and for next year. So, um, But there's been pockets of a lot of Japanese beetle damage. That's a shame. And then yep. really not a lot you can do for it? Well, you, there's there's contact sprays you can use, and there are things like Jean was talking about that that you put systemics that you put into the ground and it goes up into the plant. But um, hand picking them, you know, going out with a, a, a not a five gallon bucket, but maybe a dish full of uh, with, with soap in it, uh, dish soap in it that immobilizes the beetle as you shake it into the water. Okay. So. Yep. Good advice. All right. Three five six nine three nine seven. So did you do anything this last week besides water? Okay, listen. This is I I'm so glad you asked me. I had three days off. It was like a vacation. Nice. I watered I pulled weeds for a whole day. This is the weather for weeds Sounds to glamorous. sprout like crazy. And for it I got all of my pots sitting on top of the ground in the ground. Really? For the wow. first time in my gardening life. Wow. So I have there's no nothing plans. to be planted? I have no plants waiting to go into the ground. Wow. Are you guys excited or what? So, you should be. So, so what are you going to do at lunch today or at the end of the day? Are you going to buy a couple I'm plants? I know. I'm yeah. <laughs> you know we have some new annuals in. Yeah, I'll stop it. <laughs> Let's go back to the phone lines because Jean is calling in. Good morning, Jean. 
Good morning. Uh, I was wondering, when is the best time to plant uh, pumpkin seeds? Typically in May, uh, oh, after uh, Mother's Day. It's too late now? I doubt if you would get any results. If you want to try it, I would choose a variety that's got the shortest maturity date possible. I see. So it's probably too late now. I think you're just going to run into cool weather too soon and sh too short of day length uh, too yeah, soon to I, get great results. I see uh, a lot of the weeds are putting uh, seeds on. My boy says we're going to have early frost. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I planted some, uh, I, I got a big garden. I planted some green beans uh, before the uh, decoration day, you know. And uh, half of them, because it was dry there and day after day. And, sure. And half of them didn't come up. But the ones that come up, I had great big bushes after I got to rain. But I only had about two beans on the whole bush, and mm -hmm. I wondered, well, do you suppose the hot weather knocked the bloom off? Yeah, I think they just didn't didn't pollinate, even if you did have some flowers. I just yeah. think yeah. Well, it's been I a did, goofy I, year. I, I mean, it's I've just been strange. I've had a goofy strange. garden this year. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I, I, it's a poor garden. I, I did a good job of raising weeds, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I think some years, I don't care how experienced of a gardener it is, there's just some things that just don't make sense. Well, I only and, got, uh, after Good Friday, I got two-tenths of an inch of rain until we got these uh, rains later. That's all the rain I got was two-tenths. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't and help. It looked like the Sahara Desert out there. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, well you just gonna, need to get some five-gallon buckets there. <laughs> I guess. Well, anyway, I got, I've got some green beans now, and I planted another, another batch of green beans, and they, they should make it. They're about, they're about a foot high now and starting to bloom. They should, nice. they should produce before uh, frost. I oh, I think oh, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Enjoy for, those. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'll forget the pumpkins. I, I usually have a bunch of bugs that get on them, and I have awful trouble uh, raising them up for jack-o'-lantern. It seems like the bugs take over. Oh, that's a shame. But, you know, I was wondering that same thing recently, Gene, and I picked up a packet of seeds that I had bought last year, and it needed, like, a hundred and four days to germinate and then you start adding I'm, that up yeah like, and i'm like oh <laughs> darn it yeah, i mean you could probably find a variety that's 55 to 65 days out there and if you were going to try one i would do that and there's typically going to be a smaller pumpkin a pipe yeah, type well, pumpkin i uh, i used to get them pretty good size and i thought i was going to make it and then then they'd get uh, clobbered with beans uh, bugs and they just yeah. never made it huh. yeah that happens well well, thanks for the information. I appreciate it. Thanks for it. the call. Yeah, You're thanks welcome. for calling in, Gene. Bye-bye. <laughs> Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So, Marianne, yes. when you got these plants, I, I don't want to take away from this moment. Okay, I think I want to bring you. this mm -hmm. moment back up thank because you. You, you deserve this. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have a combination of things in the ground and things in containers? Or was it just all things that went into larger pots and containers? Or what, no, kind, of, what just, kind of stuff did you plant? In the ground, just plants that I thought, gosh, I can't live without that. 
without actually having a place in mind for it. Yeah. And I actually have had time to to look and see where there's places that needed something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got them all in the ground. I like that. I, I it cool. really And I'm really pleased with how it worked out. It was serendipitous, but, you know, whatever works. But so now that's you great. can sit back in and enjoy what you put in the yeah, ground. Yeah, how do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always telling people time. you got to have a place in your garden so you can sit and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then you have to actually make the time to do to that. Sit too. and enjoy it. That's it's right. a two-sided thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What'd you do? You know, basically, I've watered. Yeah. Despite the rain that we had last. Right, right, right. You know, Not quite enough. Uh, still watered and harvested uh, tomatoes and peppers. Yay. And nice. I came in empty-handed again because we have huh. family in town, and huh. uh, you know what happens. You okay. care but of the uh, Harper and Millie. Love tomatoes, so whether it's some of the orange varieties or whether it's that black one that we grew this year oh, or yeah, just yeah. some of the regular standbys, we've been enjoying that. And uh, The peppers have been going well. I've got a son-in-law who loves the beaver dam chopped up and diced with jalapenos and nice. added to just about anything. Huh. And the, the beaver dam was one of the heirlooms, new heirlooms that we grew this right. year. And it's a little bit hotter than I expected. It was supposed oh. to be a sweet pepper with just a little bit of zing. Yeah. Not so much. For tender old me, it's got a little more Just a little the other way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, cooked it might be okay, but raw, it's it's got a little bit of pack to it. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway, that's pretty much what's been going on. And then thinking about doing other things. Ah. Yeah. Uh, Trying to uh, get some pasture mix and some grass seed to come up. And, uh, you know, once it starts to germinate and get some water, you need to kind of keep it moist. And I've been giving it some tough love. Uh, 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 You're on your own, fella. Yeah, but uh, it's going to have to get a a sprinkler here or two just to kind of keep it going. But we're getting some good germ. There was a little bit of rain in the forecast in the three or four days down the road, so maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I hope so. Monday night into Tuesday. So have you started thinking about uh, cool weather crops now, fall crops? Uh, I have not. Uh, And the way things are going, I don't know how much of that's going to happen, but Uh. um, there certainly won't be any cold crops. Uh, planted because I'm not going to fence it off and the bunnies are going to get it anyway. The bunnies. Yeah. But uh, as far as lettuce and spinach, there's that possibility coming up. In which case, sometime this month would be ideal to get that going. Right. Um, and maybe later this month, even planting some radishes and some carrots for a fall crop. Nice. Could still huh. be good, too. Turnips yep. are real popular in the fall. It's time to start thinking about it, though. Making sure you've got the space if that's something you want to do. But it's also nice to know that you could plant something this late in a season. And, oh, we uh, sell and a, lo- a lot of beet seed, turnips, radish, carrots, uh, kohlrabi, yeah. uh, that kind of collards. Yeah, Lots of good things that you can plant late summer for fall garden. Great. And uh, and you also mentioned that you got some annuals in. I'm curious, Do you, can you remember offhand? What kind it's you got? It's a smattering, some pretty some, ones. It's yeah. a smattering of mm-hmm. hundred different varieties. Yeah, salvias, uh, some, I think zinnias we have, marigold, p- a little bit of petunias. So yeah, great. Yeah, with, some, uh, some things we've already fillers. sold out of. I think the well, think so. Mm-hmm. so two weeks in a row, and yeah. they've been bringing in some fresh stuff just to keep it, uh, keep the interest there. For people like Jean and I who need to refresh that petunia place that we just pulled up. That's yeah. just <laughs> it. The ones that are not any plants. That are not really making it, or just aren't performing, or like that are you just done. To. Some some have already spent their some are done, yeah, their time, and okay. it's time to move on. So yeah, there's there's always that, you know. It's just a time to refresh. Yeah, yeah. and we got a a few uh, 
already made containers. How many oh, stores. gosh, those are pretty, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so uh, people have just been picking those up to add some color. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll have to get some of those. And today we are getting a great shipment of orchids. Oh. Really? We got yeah. some orchids in a couple of days ago, yep. and they are just lovely. Yep. And I'm excited about the next ones coming. There's, they should be even prettier. So it's time to time to stock up on those houseplants. Yeah. Houseplants, yes. Orchids are, are all year round. Got to so, have one. Yes, they are. I didn't know that. I was thinking they were more of a uh, maybe a February type of January. See? February kind of a flower. You learned something today, didn't yeah. you? Well, well most orchids, figure. if you had them over the course of the year and you put them outside in the summer in the right environment, they would just thrive and go nuts Yep. for you. And then you could bring them inside before it gets too cool again this fall. And almost for sure it's going to give you more flower spikes uh, coming up this fall and winter inside the home. Great. So it's like everything else. You need to get it outside in the right environment. Right place. They thrive. Right plant in the right place. They like the humidity. I think. Oh, yeah. That's and that's their claim to fame. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they naturally grow in the air on trees, and, and they don't necessarily, all, not every variety, but they don't have to have a soil medium per se. Hmm. Um, so you could actually have them just suspended out there if you had the right humid environment. And uh, they, th- they love it. And then that's the challenge when you get them back inside in the house in the winter, then... Can you have enough pebble trays or humidifiers to keep it moist enough? Forcing it to adapt. <laughs> right. I had, I had yeah. grand, a grandmothers yeah. that lived in southern Florida, and one of them grew orchids hanging on the tree outside her front door. Thinking, really? So wow. I just never considered having them in a container when I was a little girl. So, you know, it was just that's how orchids grew. It was on the tree limb. <laughs> and Not that's in a pot, how you just them. hanging there. <laughs> that's wonderful. Just, you know, just showing off. Yeah. <laughs> it was just beautiful. That's the way. I mean, if you got the right environment, do it. My, yeah. my parents in Florida would have the same thing where it's yeah. just on a wire frame. Yeah. And they'd have it hanging in a tree, just the right amount of light. Yep. Super humid. Huh. And they would have four to six series of flowers over the course of the year. None of this here in the Midwest. Well, I got one great big show that lasted nicely for eight weeks, ten weeks. You say yeah. I'm happy with it, and then that's all I'm going to get. Yeah. But it's just a continuous thing. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Great. Very cool. It's a challenge for those indoor gardeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. can do it. Cool. So any special sales or deals? I think those grasses out there, I think uh, John and Mary Ann, and we've got the three-gallon pots at seventeen ninety-seven. Uh-huh. I think wow. we're going to do a radio special on those today. We sure could. How about nine ninety-seven? Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. For so three-gallon pots? Yeah, they're yes, huge. Yes, they're huge. There's a select group out there, uh, what, three nice varieties in the three-gallon pots at nine ninety-seven. Yes. And then the one-gallon pots could be a three ninety-seven if you nice. see it on the radio oh, special okay, today. Good. Very nice. So, yeah. um, Well, now's the time to start. It's worth up. checking it out. And why don't we stay till noon while supplies last on those, sure. but we got plenty. Wow, that's awesome. Grasses, yeah. ornamental grasses are just showing off so much right now. Everybody notices them. I, I and just they make everything so else, many places. They make everything else in your garden pop. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, just just yeah. great texture. Whether it's in the yeah. ground or whether yeah. you're going to put them in a container and say, hey, I'm going to add some of the fresh annuals with it, maybe a mum or two in another week or two when they yeah. start coming up. Yeah. Perfect. And the mum crop is looking outstanding. Oh, it's oh, fabulous. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Fabulous. Best that's mums around will be available here in a few weeks. Lots of reasons to come out to Prairie Gardens. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz, Don Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. Our executive producer is Jim Lewis. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Have a great weekend, and certainly try to enjoy some gardening.